0: Welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Today is June 13th. We just got back from River City Comic Expo, which was great. It was this weekend in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was Saturday and Sunday and we had a big time there.
1: Oh man, we had a blast. I'm telling you, every time we go to a local Comic Con or Expo, it just gets better and better locally. They bring in bigger names they bring in people that I would have no idea they were able to bring in to Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: Yeah, like, good Lord. The, if you ever watched Supernatural, they had the car. Gil Gerard, Buck Rogers himself was here. Uh, we had Neil Adams, one of the best comic artists to work on Batman. I mean, he's phenomenal. Larry Hama, the uh, guy who was responsible for most of the G.I. Joe comics from Marvel in the 80s. Uh, who else was there?
1: And, and let's not forget, Nichelle Nichols was there. Oh, yeah. Ahura was there, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm just glad she didn't have the feathers out of Star Trek uh, V. <laughs> <it was.
1: laughs> this is true. This is true. But, man, I'm telling you, uh, we had a really good time there. I look forward to that next year. If it, if it gets bigger than this, they're going to need to uh, move out of the convention center where they're at right now.
0: Yeah, and let's let's talk about that a little because it's the River City Comic Expo is held. At, what what's the building downtown Little Rock?
1: It's the State Convention Center. That's
0: right. Yeah, and uh, it's a pretty big hall space. They they use the space well. There was a lot lot of comic dealers. There was a lot of people selling their wares. A lot of good comic nerd culture stuff going on. Cosplay everywhere. Some of the best cosplay I've seen was there this year. Oh, um, incredible!
1: Yes. There of was, which was one of my friends, was a cosplay. There was uh, both there as a uh, umbrella soldier and up there as a uh, Jedi Knight. Yeah, we didn't have any problems.
0: Everything went smooth. There wasn't it wasn't crowded. I mean, there was a lot of people there, but there was enough room where it wasn't crowded. You could get to where you were going. Uh the big stuff, the big ticket items were uh there where you could find them pretty easy. They still have room to grow, and I think uh they'll start filling that to capacity in the next couple of years because it just keeps getting bigger every year these whenever I first started going to local shows in little rock or er, in Arkansas because up until recently we haven't had many local shows coming into Arkansas, besides a little get-together of, like, 10 or 15 tables. Somebody from, like, the 501st out of nowhere shows up. And as, as the years have went on, it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're actually starting to get respectable conventions, like River City Comic Expo, and I think they're doing it right.
1: They are. They're doing a great job of it. And, you know, I was thinking when we were talking about the expansion... I guess uh, if Little Rock, I believe they're working on uh, a new setup for the food trucks, they're going to have an area for the food trucks, and it seemed like they had them right there in the expo hall along the back wall. Those could always move down to the new facilities if and when those get built in downtown Little Rock, and that's a whole new area that they could expand to if they needed to grow even more.
0: Yeah, and hopefully that's uh, you know coming to them and, and coming to our area, and that, that benefits everybody in the local area, and I'm a big fan of local stuff going on. Uh, what did you end up coming away with at the convention?
1: I think I had mentioned it on a previous podcast, and I was able to hunt it down. I got de- uh, Deadpool number 11, which is the first time Spider-Man and Deadpool meet. A uh, big fan of both characters, so I was looking forward to hunting that down and I found a vendor that had a great deal on it and was able to pick it up.
0: Yeah, and I walked away with like I've said before, I'm a big Transformers fan I'm collecting uh, the Masterpiece line right now out of Japan. Uh, America has some of those, but not not as quick as I'd like them. There was a dealer that had Masterpiece Hot Rod there, which was one of the more recent releases that I had not got yet and I got a really good price on it. A price I could not have got by ordering it online or, or shipping it overseas uh, and it's a really great figure. Uh, it feels great. It uh, looks great. It is fiddly to transform. It's scary, but I, I really like it. It's going to go on the shelf. I also walked away with a. Uh, I'm a big fan of supernatural horror and comics. And I walked away with a Supernatural Thrillers number six, The Headless Horseman. Sleepy Hollow is one of my favorite stories of, uh, around Halloween time. And this was a, a comic I'd been looking for. It's just something I wanted, and I found it, so I'm happy
1: that's awesome yeah we had a really good time and uh i hope everybody comes out and listens to the podcast and that way they can know to go there next year we need to keep expanding the culture around here and they need to if they're bringing in the names like this i hope the local people around here support it so that they can continue to increase and grow like we hope they do
0: we're really looking forward to the next one down the pipe. We are going to change up our format a little. We're going to roll into our uh, uh, news articles, hit those real quick, and then we're going to have some discussion after that about some other things we wanted to talk about that we've been biting at the... Biting at the bit. Biting at the to bit. have, little, right.
1: have a, a few news segments and stuff. So. But the news, there was nothing truly awesome that stood out, but there are some things that need mentioned. The first that comes to mind... Me being a big Kevin Smith fan is that we're gonna get Mallrats too, but it's not in the format that we thought we were gonna get. We're going to get a ten-episode TV series.
0: Now hold on a second. You don't get the monopoly on Kevin Smith. I watched a Kevin Smith movie before you even thought of it, son. I seen it in college on video at a dorm.
1: This is probably true. You you, you but 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 I think. You know, we, we could debate who the bigger Kevin Smith fan is. No,
0: you are to, you're totally the bigger Kevin Smith fan. You've seen all of the uh, nights with Kevin Smith.
1: It's yes, Batman. all the Q and A sessions. I have all of those. But for some what reason,
0: I'm the one listening to Fat Man on Batman, and you've you've given up the ghost. Oh,
1: it, hey, I, I listen to. Uh, I'm a big fan of some other stuff, so I understand. I understand. I also seen that Buck, the Buckaroo Bonsai series was mentioned in this article.
0: Did you ever watch that movie? I did not. Oh, man. That is... Okay. Craziness abounds. Uh, And and I'm really excited about that, too, along with Mallrats. Like, Buckaroo Bonsai stars Doc Brown, Christopher... Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. It stars Robocop himself. uh, Wow. Peter Weller? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in that, and it's a, he's a crazy scientist, and they take a car, they go through another dimension, and these aliens follow him. It's just a crazy, crazy movie. That's but, awesome.
1: Now, did you, <clears throat> looking through this article, I didn't see if there was a, if there was a TV station uh, picked up as to who was going to pick this up and promote it. I didn't see AMC's name or anybody next to it.
0: I I think it's just in developmental stages. I mean, they'd need to get a pilot out and then somebody pick it up. I I didn't see that.
1: Okay, all right. And obviously, we'll just keep on rolling. John Boyega is going to... Yeah, he's going to be fighting in a Jaeger. I know, he's going to be, as you put, he's going to be a Jägermeister. Now listen, let me (laughs) say something about
0: Pacific Rim. I loved Pacific Rim, but everywhere else I listen to says that's a horrible movie. I, I, I disagree. That is a fun, popcorn, super robot, crazy movie. I mean, they even went so far as they didn't even make two heroes. I mean, there's a guy and a girl. They've got good story. They don't make give them a romantic relationship. I think it's a solid movie. It's got Ron Perlman and uh dude from... Sons of Anarchy. Uh, uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. To what? Jake Johnson. Jake Johansson. John Gillen...
1: Johnson. Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Um, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson.
0: Anyway, uh, I really enjoyed the movie, and uh, I'm really excited that there's going to be a sequel. Now, I, I don't think that benicio del toro is involved with it he isn't going to direct he is probably of course going to produce since it's uh, his his property but uh, i'm really excited so uh it's
1: gonna be awesome i enjoyed the first one i had a blast watching it i believe i caught it in a theater even in 3d i had uh, i love giant robot hey put give me a show with a giant robot and somebody inside of it piloting i'm probably gonna watch oh and not only did we get okay Here's here's the pluses to this movie. On top of giant robots
0: fighting uh, Godzillas and stuff like that, you have a rocket punch, yeah. classic anime, you have a sword coming out of the robot, cutting stuff in half. Uh, you, you see one pick up a boat and smack somebody down. I, I don't know what you want. I mean, it's, it's a great movie. I thought the story was fine. I enjoyed it. Uh, but moving right along, we have Supergirl Season 2 gets a familiar face, though we don't know who his face is yet, Superman. Now, Superman, in when it was on CBS, was in the show, but he was only in Shadow, or his boots, or it's a text from somebody. But they are going to cast a Superman for the new CW Supergirl, which... Moved over from uh, CBS to CW, and I'm really excited now. Of course, the internet exploded with rumors, uh, with no basis that Tom Welling uh, is going to be Superman, which would be cool. Tom I, Welling, I, I would not have a problem with that, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I am happy that they're going to be. There's going to be a Superman on TV. It's going to be in the Arrow Flash legends of tomorrow supergirl universe so i'm happy with all
1: that i'm pulling for tom welling ain't gonna lie you know i mean if i dedicated enough uh years of my life to watching the horribleness that is season five forward then i I deserve to see tom welling fully wearing the suit i want to see him you know what's it gonna look like how can he how could he do as superman if they had continued on
0: yeah, but aren't you afraid that may bring up those uh, uh, that PTSD from season ten of uh, Smallville?
1: Oh my god! Oh my I don't god. know, man. I think I'm pretty recovered right now. Jesus. As long as as long as they don't uh, link Superman back to Indian Indian tribes, ancient Indian tribes, then I think I'm doing okay. Oh, the writer strike years, it still burns. Uh, Anyway, what's
0: what's dead may never die. Uh, Moving right along, Transformers 5 is now in production. We have some news on it. Now, like I've said before, I'm not the biggest fan of the Michael Bay Transformers metal scrapyard welded together kid threw it against the wall looking robots, but you know, the cars look, because they're actually real vehicles they're using, and they do look pretty good. We've got we've got some pictures of some new vehicles that haven't been announced. We have the new Bumblebee Camaro. There is a VW bus transformer, an old VW bus, which is kind of cool looking. They have a new... Uh, now, a robot that hadn't been seen since the first movie, Barricade, the Mustang police car from the first movie, is coming back, and this time he is a new 2017 Mustang uh, which looks badass amazing. There's a uh, motorcycle. Looks like it's going to have a holographic driver. Looks pretty cool. There's a, a Hound is back. Has a new form. I seen a picture the other day that there is possibly a wreck gar. A, a huge dump truck with just oh, wow. robot parts and, and junk piled all over him. There's a Decepticon wrecker truck that I've seen today. I don't have the pictures here in front of me. But I was researching that earlier today. So
1: so in other words, when Michael Bay does his final movie, which we are to believe this is more than likely if, the final movie. If we're lucky. Then he, he's going all out. We're, we're going to see everything we haven't seen that we've wanted to see. He's going to put it in there. He's going to bring he'll bring in the money. There's no doubt. I mean, I, I don't doubt Michael Bay can bring in money. Like I said, the more money he pumps into what I love, it's fine.
0: Just make your movie. People buy tickets, like it. I will buy toys. It's fine.
1: So did you see, as we continue on, that Captain Marvel and possible change to the Avengers 3 title?
0: Yes, I I did look at that article. Now, they're not saying that Avengers 3 is going to be the name of the movie. They're saying that it's... I think it was reported before that the, the titles are in flux right now. Is
1: that correct? Right. Yes, yes. That's the way it seemed to me, is that, you know, they came out with the the poster that we all seen. I believe we even mentioned that on a previous podcast, where you could see the timeline, you could see the future titles, you could see what year they were, uh, predicted months, what year, what they were going to come out. And all that is speculation now. There will be those movies, but they may not have the same titles. Although, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. I don't see how you could go wrong with those titles. They seem to work great.
0: Well, it is kind of a nebulous name for a placeholder. It's fine. And it is comic book lover. I mean, it's fine for me, but they they may be looking at it as like, well, what does that actually mean? Is that Are people going to know? And that's the kind of things those suit, suits people look at, not fans. So I don't know. I just know if it's got Avengers in the title, I'm going to go see it.
1: Oh, exactly. And did you see Brie Larson is going to play Captain Marvel? Uh,
0: I've seen that she's rumored. Now, did they confirm that she's got the
1: role? Other than that article that I had just uh, mentioned, I, and uh, within the first paragraph of it, it mentions in talks to play captain marvel yeah, now it what does is, say in talks
0: what has she been in because i i haven't seen her i know the name i just haven't seen her
1: right she was in i know she was in uh scott pilgrim versus the world oh yes that's right that's
0: a well that's a great movie that's underrated
1: oh uh, the scott pilgrim movie is incredible she was in uh train uh the 21 jump street movie a lot of, I wouldn't say indie, because there are some definitely mainstream titles in her resume. But she did that movie last year, Room. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it was really good. I couldn't even tell you what it was about. I just oh, remember. yeah, that's
0: right. No, no, that's about, the uh, she plays a woman that's uh, locked up and held captive, and she has a baby by her captor, and she yes. plots she plots an escape when he's like, Eight or nine or five or yeah, I, I've I heard it got really really good, at like Oscar buzz when it when it came out. So I do right. remember that. I just that haven't now.
1: Had see, I just haven't seen it, and uh, I think she's a really good actress, and that would be awesome. We needed we need a solid Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, and then the most exciting news on our list is, or uh, well for me is, we have an article where Josh Brolin talks about being blown away by the Avengers Infinity War story. Now. It's one thing for an actor to come out about a movie and say they're really excited and and blah, 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 you know, doing, you know, promoting what they're being paid for. But this article mentions he is just, I mean, it really comes through that he, as an actor reading the story, he's really excited for what he's going to have to do, what's coming, how he thinks people's going to react. And now this, this article came up on superhero hype and... I'm, I'm really excited reading this. The fact that uh, an actor like him is excited for this kind of material is just really, really exciting for, for the fans.
1: Right. I I mean, I'm pumped. If Josh Brolin's pumped, then I might as well be there as well. The story is going to be well done. Do we know... What I'm, what I'm trying to wonder is, do we know who's going to direct those yet?
0: Yes, yeah. The uh, uh, Russo brothers are doing both movies. They've already signed up.
1: Okay. Then then I'm on board. I'm fully on board. What, whatever they... I know everybody... Uh, this is slightly off, but I know uh, all Tilda Swinton getting a lot of heat for being in Doctor Strange as opposed to a male Asian actor. But if the Marvel Cinematic Universe has deemed her as, you know, the instructor, the the ancient one, then let's just roll with it. They They haven't let us down yet. Let's all cool the jets. They haven't let us down yet. Till they give us something to actually beef about, let's stop digging through things, trying to find things to be upset about in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and just be happy that... We have the Marvel Cinematic Universe and be hopeful that things get better for the DC Universe because that has let us down numerous times and really needs to be helped along. And they need their own Russo brothers to really do a solid story. Maybe Joss Wheaton
0: can go over and help them.
1: Well, if Joss made the jump, then you know somebody would die. <laughs>
0: uh how do you how do reavers clean their spears you run them through the wash
1: oh the fact that you just said that i didn't even know it was coming and that hurts (laughs) don't do that oh firefly what have you done okay that's about it my friend as far as this week's news
0: Yeah, let's get to some of our talking points. Has anybody talked to anybody else about the podcast? I've been sharing it like crazy. What have you been doing?
1: You know I've been busy. I have a few things in the works. At this time, you know, I mean, what we can do right now is I can tell you, you need to go to Sean Caspian's YouTube webpage. Give him a thumbs up. Give him a subscribe. Give him a like because I've been using his stuff again To go do my weekly comic book runs. His new comic book day video. They come out on Wednesdays. With my work schedule. He usually has the video up. That I'm able to watch. Before I even leave work. And then stop by the store on the way home. And pick up something here and there. So go to his channel. Check out his stuff. And maybe you can follow us along. And you'll be picking up the same comics as us. And when we give our reviews of what we're what we read for the week, bam! You're right there with us. We're all a fully joined community. We have YouTube. We have podcast. Tell your friends. Tell if you're listening to this. Tell somebody. Try to get the word out. We're doing our best to increase production value. I'm really trying to work on getting new internet, but they have to run the lines to my house. We have a fair. I live in a fairly new neighborhood, and not many people have high speed cable out here right now, and We'll let that speak for itself. I believe U-verse has its own reputation. So before we jump into the talking points, let me please speak about what I read this week. And let me tell you, as I know uh, you have had some people tell us that we are Marvel fanboys. And while I'll agree, I do read more Marvel. I know more backstory of Marvel. I know more Marvel heroes, knowledge about them. But my two reads for this week were The Flash Rebirth and Green Arrow Rebirth. And they are awesome. The Rebirth series has not let me down yet. Uh, I still have a couple I'm behind on. I haven't read The Wonder Woman yet. I haven't read Batman yet. Or the new tie-in Detective Comics. But Superman, Green Arrow, and The Flash are all incredible stories. The Superman was just blown away. I love the fact that it's my Superman. It's my Superman that I get to read about again. When I say my Superman, you'd have to know for my age, my Superman got killed by Doomsday. So, that's it's that Superman. And The Flash story... I don't know where we're going in this Flash story. It is an awesome story. Please check that one out. Pick that one up and read it. Uh, I cannot give anything away because I don't want to ruin it for you. But I will say, The Flash Rebirth, awesome story. I look forward to continuing that run. Well,
0: let me roll into my part. What I've done is uh, I'm calling Comic artful which is Art fell. I am picking up comics, 1 DC one Marvel and possibly a independent if if I see one that grabs me. and I am getting based solely on the cover art a comic the best the best one that grabs me of that week. I'm gonna cover two weeks because last I picked up Monday and didn't think about it being Monday and the new comics come out on Wednesday so, Last week I picked up Moon Knight number three from Marvel and Batman Europa director's cut n- cut number one. Now Batman Europa I know is an older story, but it's got Jim Lee on the cover and Jim Lee throughout the story. Read great. Uh, I may be picking up the rest of this, and this is a win. This is a total cover match the inside art, and love Jim Lee. I, I can't I can't. Sp- tell you how good that makes me feel That's uh, awesome. now Moon Knight number three is a uh, one of the things I do like is minimalist art very I mean not just there's a dot on the cover or anything like that some really smart done minimalist art really catches my eye and this is a stark white cover with the black and white on it is a uh, a mummy coming out of its bandages and all the bandages are white really really captivating cover it just stood out And the art on the inside, I believe, is done by the same artist as the cover. And it isn't normally my style, but uh, if you've been reading the new Moon Knight series, it is also minimalist inside, with uh, white being the overall color. Of course, Moon Knight being in white, with just black and white. And then the rest of the characters are are done in normal color. But uh, the story is, Moon Knight is, is... either in a mental institution or he is uh, being tracked by an evil Egyptian god, which reads really, really great. This is a really fun story. Uh, I'm glad I did pick this up. I may be going back and getting issues 1 and 2 just to uh, uh, see how this goes. I really did enjoy this more than I thought. I thought, well, this may be the one that I sucked it up on because I just went for the cover. That one was, was very good too. Now, this week... I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy, number nine, yeah. who, you know, this, this is what gets me. The cover art is by Arthur Adams. Now, Arthur Adams is one of my favorite artists of all time. He uh, did a great run on Fantastic Four. where it was the new Fantastic Four? It was uh, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Spider-Man. He did the interiors and the cover art. Absolutely great. Now, he did not do the interior art on this book. but Now, it's written by Brian Michael Bendis, and the artist is Valero... Uh, sketchy? <laughs> I <It's> totally, <laughs> totally messed that up. But anyway, this is a really good book, and the preview for the next... It's got the preview for the next cover in the back, and it's got, uh, once again, Arthur Adams doing the cover, and it's got uh, Angela on it uh, against... Now, you got to remember, the new members of the Guardians of the Galaxy since the change-up are Groot, Star-Lord, The Thing, uh, The New Venom, which is Flash Thompson, Drax, right. and this is really, really fun. This book was really fun, too, so this is a win. And my last book, which was the DC this week, uh, it was uh, DC Rebirth Detective Comics. Now, I, I'm not a huge fan of Detective Comics. I haven't been a huge fan of Detective Comics in the past. But it was really good. It's Batman and... Yeah, it's Batwoman. The Carol Kane, I think. Uh, putting okay. together a, a team of new uh, recruits, uh, superheroes in Gotham. Including Clayface. Really interesting. And that that, that, was, interesting. that was okay. And the writing is good on that too. So, uh, all four of those were kind of a win. Uh, you know, eventually I'm going to get one and it's going to be shit on the inside. And it's going to be a big regret. But... <laughs> Uh, just based on the best-looking comics uh, this week, all were wins, so I'm happy with it.
1: That's awesome. That means that means you can go in, judge a book by its cover, and hopefully still walk out of the store with a good book. Absolutely. All right, man, I have to tell you something. Oh, you no. might as well just serve me up a big plate of crow because I need to take something back. I believe I would said a few weeks ago, if you listen to the podcast weekly, I had said I would never pay to watch X-Men Apocalypse. And while I did not I will stick to that statement, I did not have to pay to watch this, but the roundabout means I was able to see X-Men Apocalypse <laughs> and I had a really good time watching it. You won it some was, movie tickets. Congratulations. It was a really good movie, man. I uh th- okay. Here here's the Problem with a Brian Singer film that I have, and I've stated it before I am a fan of source material. But I went into this movie with low expectations because it was Brian Singer, because it was his third X Men film, and I just took it in as a comic fan. I'd watched it as a comic book fan. I like these characters that are on the screen. What are they going to do? Very good story i had a real good time watching it there's a lot that goes on they even make fun of themselves to not give too much away but to throw something in there uh i believe brian even made fun of himself because at one point a few of the x-men sneak out they go see a movie they go see return of the jedi and as they come out they're Speaking, in conversation to each other and one of them says well it's a trilogy so the third one always sucks yeah <laughs> which is always funny because we all know the atrociousness of uh the third x-men movie what i can't even tell you what what it was t- entitled what is that one the second the third one that was garbage uh
0: x3 let's take a shit on our franchise
1: yes yes that one but no, this one, okay, there's a good 20 minutes of setup. You you need to... And, and at first, you're saying this is really unneeded setup. Deal with it. Watch it. Pay attention to what's going on, because that stuff is brought back later in the uh, movie. There He really doesn't do anything unnecessarily. And while you're watching it, I will say this. For me... Quicksilver stole the movie in two different scenes. He is incredible. I'm just saying, awesome character. Awesome scenes. The work they did with him was really good. X-Men Apocalypse. I I, I really had a good time watching it, and I'm sure there's things I could nitpick and all that, but after the first viewing, I need to say, I was wrong. I was wrong. I had fun watching it. Good movie.
0: Well, that's... That's, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, your opinion on movies is one of the few I do trust. Media, be damned, but... Right. I, I want to enjoy comic book movies. I want to enjoy uh, the X-Men. I, I'm not a big naysayer of, uh, they just need to get rid of everything, give it all back to Marvel, you know. There's a few cases where that's true. X-Men's doing okay. Let them spread their wings. Let them try to get stuff done and, and see where it goes. I'm fine with that.
1: A really good time with it. Now, I wanted to talk
0: about something else about um, world building in a movie and suspension of disbelief, or a TV show or movie. People, the ultimate example I can think about this is uh, Lost. You mean to tell me they were dead the whole time? You know, like uh, guys how how do you how have you watched this entire show and that's your takeaway? That kind of. I, if you're going because to put, they
1: didn't they didn't watch the the show in I have watched Lost and I'm not exaggerating well, five I, times all the way through. I didn't I didn't want to get into I didn't want to get
0: into the Lost discussion, but right. uh, that that's my best example of this. Like I recently watched an episode of Game of Thrones which you have also watched. Now did
1: Woo-hoo! Did, did you I'm caught up. You're I'm caught, caught up. up. I am caught up i am through episode 6. I know there's an episode seven out there, so I can't say I'm fully caught up. I am up through episode six. So
0: you you did see the episode where they crowned a new king of the Iron Iron Island? Yes. Okay.
1: Well, yes, we, we are talking about Uncle, correct? Yes, that's
0: correct. Now, okay, there there's a scene in this sm- in the show, and it, it's it's them crowning a new king. Now, I haven't read the books, but whenever you're watching a show, there's certain things you pick up on. Like, so many people have asked me about this scene. Like, why, why did they try to drown their king? Okay, you know, let's go into that. You know, we uh, this is the discussion I have.
1: If you're watching they the show,
0: you know that they pray to the drowned god. Didn't they explain
1: They're, that right before he drowned? They explained, we're a sea people. We live on the sea.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't explicitly stated, but they've said before the name of their god is the drowned god. So therefore, right. their ceremony, you drown the king, and if he comes back, he is the true king. I mean, uh, it's it's a small thing, but, I mean, it's something I think you should pick up on just watching. I mean, if you're a casual watcher, I don't see Game of Thrones as something you just have on the background like old episodes of Scooby-Doo or the Dick Van Dyke show. I mean, I am in Game of Thrones. The world does not exist whenever I'm watching that show. The world comes back to me after the credits roll. Uh, I- same way with, like, the movie Mad Max. And this is a really good example because there is nothing explained in Mad Max Fury Road. You're dropped in and suddenly, you know, you're you're in the thick of it. You're with Max, you're chained up, you're, you know, and you're figuring out all the stuff on the way. And there's so much stuff coming at you. I I could see you watching the movie a couple of times to get everything. But there's a lot of stuff you pick up on, like the whole religion of the... Uh, um the wild boys the you know the right. uh getting into valhalla the what the chrome paints for they right. uh, they pray with their hands together to celebrate their their god the v8 engine and you know uh i just don't i just don't get how that isn't absorbed in in a watching if you're not if you're paying attention to a movie i don't know why you would not if you're going to watch a tv show if you're going to invest the time or the money in something
1: the, Why aren't you paying here, attention? Here's, here's what it is. We we are a fast-paced society. There are people, that some that I even know and I care for, that watch a movie or watch a TV show with a cell phone in their hand. Put it down when you're watching the show. Pay attention to the small details. Immerse yourself in the world. Maybe that's what it is. The social media has given... <laughs> To quote a certain movie, social media has given everyone a voice. The internet has given everyone a voice. And everybody has used that voice to bitch about movies and TV shows. Now, to say that... What the
0: heck is the internet? (laughs)
1: Right. right, But the problem is, everybody wants... I want to be in the know. Well, I want to be in the know on my cell phone, too. And I want to be on the know about what's going on my Twitter page and my Facebook page and my Tumblr page and blah, blah, blah. No when maybe it's just us and not saying just you and I but the community to which we say we are a part of we watch a show because of what it is and we want to immerse ourselves but there's other people out there we have to understand that they are the, the casuals outnumber us and they don't pay attention to the small details they don't immerse themselves in the world they do believe they can pick up all the details while it's going on in the background. And they can't. That's the reason a lot of people, as you said, believe Lost was a dream or they were dead the whole time. It's because at some point in time they weren't watching consecutive episodes or they didn't sit down and watch it all the way through and take in all the small detail to know the facts that were planted along the way the hansel and gretel breadcrumbs that lead you to the final ending they they got lost and found a bird seed off to the right when they were checking their facebook or their twitter and now they're stuck in the middle of the woods and they're upset about it put down your distractions around you if it's a show that requires an in-depth uh attention span you know
0: yeah i guess and it's not me and I'm I'm not complaining about people who don't who don't really care about this stuff. I mean that's fine. I mean I've even met a person who who told me, you know, like, man, I really I really like this stuff. Do you No, I don't I don't I don't watch any of that. I don't do any of that. Well, do you not find enjoyment? And they're like, No, I just I've got better things to do than sit here and think about that like Lost was specifically what we were talking about, actually, which I didn't mean to bring back up but, uh, you know, and it was really big at the time. And I was like, well, do you not like it? And, and this person said, or and it was she, she was like, well, I don't want to invest time and thought into that. It's not important to me. It's not, it's just a fiction. I've got other things in my life I want to concentrate on. And that's a really good point of view to have if you're not going to enjoy this to work on something else. I can respect that. But it's just somebody who would sit down Invest time, invest money, and then not pay attention to what's there. I, I, you know, and you probably hit it on the head. It's just they're not paying attention. They're, they're doing something else and want want everything at the same time. And th- it doesn't really work
1: right. that well for they, them. They want to be able to do what they want to do, which is be social, uh, hang out with their friends, talk on social media, but also they want to be in the know. So Monday morning when they go to work, they have the water cooler conversation that people have on Mondays when they come in. Did you see what happened to Jon Snow? Did you see, hey, guess what? You know, so-and-so is going to die, I heard, blah, blah, blah. Spoilers! You know, they want to know that. (laughs) Right. So they can be a part of that conversation. And there's, there's a lot of people that haven't been fans of stuff. They've never dedicated time. You know, I mean, when I was 15, I could go into a comic book store, buy a ton of comics, and I could sit for hours and then I could turn around and talk about those. But there's a lot of people nowadays that have never dedicated any part of their time to anything for any number of minutes that they've paid attention to, to really invest into something and then. Well, I, I want to know everything, but I only want to give it five minutes. Right, I just, yeah. I, I just want—I have this amount of time, and this is what I want. That's the reason YouTube is so big. That is true,
0: yeah. Uh, but we've got two more topics to hit, and I think we're going to—we're bumping up on time. We thought of idea, the idea—the cartoons that we were—that we grew up on that we'd like to see come back. Now, of course, we've gotten uh, a brand new Voltron show. We're it seeing was more, awesome. m- yeah, yeah, and it's we'll, we'll really
1: We'll do it. We'll do a full review of that next week when I'm completed with it.
0: Now, of course, uh, I grew up. Uh, my cartoons are late '70s through uh, late '80s. Yours are uh, early '80s through early '90s. Mid '90s, yeah.
1: mid '90s, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so we're gonna we're we may have some of the same. We may have a little different, but we we decided to just pick one this week. I'm going to hit. RoboTech. Now, if nobody knows what RoboTech is, RoboTech was a uh American show that was taken from three different Japanese shows and mushed together to form this and when I was young it was a uh, great it was this weird show about this young pilot who you wanted to be and his his little girlfriend. And they're in the middle of this war. They're transforming. robot fighters. Now the 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 robots in this were not sentient. They were piloted robots. Uh,
1: right. Like they were a,
0: full met. Yeah, like Rick Hunter and Roy uh, uh, Fulker threw, uh flew a Veritech fighter. Uh, you had a giant transforming uh, super base called the SDF-1, the Super Dimensional Fortress. They were fighting uh, Zentradi, these giant, you know, 30-foot-tall aliens. And come to find out, whenever I was older, I realized it's a soap opera. It's <laughs> It was just a cartoon soap opera. But, oh. man, as a child, like, uh, you'd watch G.I. Joe and Transformers, and then you'd flip on Robotech. You know, G.I. and Transformers, uh, they'd be red and blue lasers flying. Uh, nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hit, except, you know, when you get to Transformers the movie, but that's a different case. Uh, but then in Robotech, you'd see these huge uh, uh, space battles and sky battles of these giant ships and, and, and planes blowing up left and right, and there weren't parachutes coming out of these things. Like, there were right. people dying left and
1: right. Yes. And you were like, and, oh my God. You know, Stuff like that. You actually, you probably had a story arc in Robotech, where GI Joe and Transformers was a quick, succinct story that was usually done in one or two. Right, episodes. yeah,
0: and and Robotech did have huge overarching. Uh, I still don't understand Protoculture very well, but uh, man, if if somebody could come back now, it's still going in Japan. They still have uh, off of the property that everybody knows as Robotech, the Macross saga. Uh, from Robotech uh, is a, still an ongoing thing. They still put out movies. Uh, whenever we were teenagers, you know, everybody got uh, Macross Plus. Did you ever watch that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I watched it at your place.
0: Yeah, which is a continuation of that story. You know, they're they're still ongoing. In Japan, really good stuff. I would really love to see Robotech come back to America. Now there is. Harmony Gold owns the license, and they've been real uh, uh, trollish about it. So there's not a lot of hope for that, but that that would be my pick for uh, cartoons I want to see modernized. Like, uh, like Voltron, and I bring up Voltron because the creators of that show put some Robotech characters in there. You see Roy Folker, you see uh, uh, Rick Hunter. They're, they're not named that, of course, but it looks just like them, and I thought it was really great.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was wondering when I seen it, I had to stop and back up, and I was like, really? Is that Roy Foker? This is pretty cool. So if I had to pick one to bring back. Now, when I say bring back and modernize, which is what we have stated on the show notes, I want this brought back, but I do not want it modernized. I don't want the new 3D art forms that you see on Disney and Nickelodeon, I'm learning about this this new generation of animation. Yeah, uh, like now that- like
0: I, I want to do. While you're saying that, I do want to point out the new Voltron show is very '80s uh, with with modern, you know, uh, 3D animation mixed. And it's yes, it looks very they, good.
1: They got it right. Yes, but what I want brought back is Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, that's a great pick. I love yes. Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Uh, you know, we we have the ranger, the cavalier, thief, acrobat, magician, barbarian. Yes. I just want Venger and Tiamat. That's all I want. <laughs> it was just so much fun. I remember a few years ago, I was going through Walmart and had in their, you know, their bargain bin And I believe they had a thing, I don't know where it is even, because I I had a DVD player in my car at the time, and I literally bought first 10 episodes of Dungeons & Dragons, I believe, brought it out, stuck it in my car, and uh, I watched Dungeons & Dragons probably for a couple of weeks just on repeat in my car at lunch and break times at work. Nice. I mean, I would love to see that show brought back. It was so much fun. Because it they could do a short, succinct story each week, but the whole point was they need to get home.
0: And if uh, if it, nobody knows what we're talking about, Dungeons & Dragons, not just being like the role-playing game, it was actually had a story where these children crossed over into the world of Dungeons & Dragons. They didn't... Play dice or anything like that. They they got these powers. They were uh, like you said the the uh, they the were on a character set You know, yeah, they were the character sets. They were, and they each week they'd have to figure out how to get through the next obstacle to try to get home back home to the real world. And it was really really well animated. Uh, the opening is iconic, and uh, the stories were pretty good. I mean, you had GI Joe, you had your Transformers, you had your GoBots. Uh, but then you had Dungeons & Dragons had good storytelling, not just week to week, you know, ju- just watching this show.
1: It was pretty and good. When I started doing research, because I wanted to be able, I had remembered, you know, uh, the, the intro, and I was trying to repeat it to myself over and over. Ranger, Cavalier, blah, blah, blah. Well, I went to the wiki, and I realized that this show has a tie-in to another company that i never knew it had a tie-in and it's a company i really like dungeons and dragons has a tie-in to toy animation did you know that no i did not yeah so apparently at some point in time dungeons and dragons has been a part of toy animation and marvel production so that is really cool because i'm a huge dragon ball z fan
0: yeah, and we could talk about animation styles at, at, at in a future episode, like uh, Dungeons and Dragons and, and Thundercats. Thundercats was done by oh, the same studio that did The Hobbit, uh, right? Bak- not Bakshi. Was it Bakshi?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I, think, I think so. We we can we'll do research and get back with you. Yeah.
0: Um, but now our last topic is uh, movie recommendations that maybe you haven't seen. Uh, Sean, what what do you want to put out there to the people that possibly
1: if, they haven't seen but is a great, great movie to see? If you haven't seen SLC Punk, there's not a lot of people that Matthew I know Lillard. that would go with SLC Punk. I love that movie. Uh, it's the first, it's not the first thing i seen Matthew Lillard in, but I believe it's one of Matthew Lillard's first roles. Other than maybe his bit part in Hackers, uh, wait, wait, bit part
0: in Hackers—he's well, well, the standout well, in that movie. He's oh, great. okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. Ha- Sorry, I'm not meaning to double dip my movie here either by mentioning one movie as a part of the other. This is just because they have the Matthew Lillard tie-in. No, Go no, no well, F- uh, Go. Hackers
0: isn't a movie I'd recommend for this. It's just a—it's just a movie with Matthew Lillard.
1: <laughs> it's an awesome movie. <laughs> Uh, SLC Punk, go with that. It has humor. It has, uh, it's a fun story that will catch you off guard with how serious it is. You start off watching this movie, and if you're not careful, you're like, this is, uh, just a kid acting like a jackass. It's a lot of, uh, fourth wall breaking. He speaks to the audience. And, uh, the movie does have a turning point. And when it turns that corner, it turns really hard. And if you've invested yourself into the movie up till then, and you've hung with it, then you've grown a bond with these characters. And when it turns, it does hit you emotionally. And I, I it's my recommendation for... If you haven't seen SLC Punk, please check it out.
0: My movie is uh, of the superhero flair... Uh, if you enjoyed Captain America the First Avenger, it was directed by a man named Joe Johnston. He directed a movie for Disney that I absolutely love to this day The Rocketeer. Great. Movie. Um, the Rocketeer is uh, based on Dave Stevens' comic, it's very uh, Art Deco. It's a guy with a jetpack from that time, you know, in the 30s and 40s of when that was going to be a future thing in the world. It's got some really great uh, animation in it at the right. It's used correctly. It's used as a a promotional reel in, in the movie. And, man, I can't recommend this movie enough. In fact, I was hoping in Captain America... That they would have a paper like flo- floating along the ground or something, where it says Rocket Man appears in sky or something. But right. it's uh, really good. I, uh, the the guy who plays Rocketeer.
1: Well, one thing I'd say about Rocketeer is it holds up. Uh, in order to do a lot of the stuff they did in Rocketeer, it probably took quite a bit of budget. I don't know what the budget was on that film, but, but I believe that uh, the special effects in that were pretty good. Or they did really well with what they had at that time.
0: Yeah, uh, the movie, uh, the guy who plays Rocketeer is Bill Campbell. Uh, not a big name now, but he was for a little while. Jennifer Conley is, is his girlfriend. Right. And yes. I cannot tell you how amazingly beautiful she is in this movie. Uh, Timothy Dalton is plays the heavy in the movie and uh it's all it's all that good stuff you want it's america and nazis and uh even there's a great scene in the movie where the uh there's a gangster helping the guy who doesn't know he's a nazi and uh the hero reveals you know you're working for a nazi and he's like i may not make a honest buck but i'm 100% american and uh,
1: no no nobody enjoys the nazis it's got it's got really good comic beats in it
0: it looks great. It just came out on well, it didn't just come out. It it came out on Blu ray and the transfer is amazing. It looks like it came out today. In fact, if you watch The Rocketeer, then watch Captain America right after it, I don't think you'd notice. I think it would it would flow.
1: I, I agree. That's what I was saying, man. It holds up. It holds up. It's one of those movies that doesn't age. now you can- sitting here
0: holding it i may watch it again tonight this is a really great movie there you go
1: all right man we have put in a packed episode i had a blast i, I we knew when we started throwing down show notes this was going to be a packed episode and it was did not disappoint you can check me out on twitter at major 98 follow us on twitter at not so southern not so southern g's that's gs
0: you can find us on Facebook. Just search Not-So-Southern Gentleman. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Ricky Westbrook, Not-So-Southern Gentlemen at gmail.com. And for Not-So-Southern Gentleman, I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. And we are out. Have a good week.